there was a UFC FS1 card that was fantastic and historic, but fighting easier from outside the cage. And today for Floyd Mayweather, he got a football from Tyler Lockett. Caught a touchdown, handed it to him. It looked beautiful. Raph, was I in a fever? I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, was I in some sort of fever haze or Floyd Mayweather signed for a day with uh, Risen? Yeah, okay. Clarification on the football that he got. Did he take the football, say he was going to start? for the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and then immediately go, no, I was misled. This organization was very, very not up front. I thought it was going to be an exhibition match. I'm pretty good uh, at lip reading, but I don't think he said any of that. I didn't see right. it. I thought well, he just mostly like flipped it around. and was like, I could play football. I could play football. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a little bit with his body language. Okay. This is how aggravating doing a topical MMA and jiu-jitsu podcast can be. We finished recording last week. Kevin and I both go our separate ways. We're both very pleased with the show that we did with Keith Kikorian, reviewing all the ADCC happenings. And we had beasted through some UFC results. And I thought to myself, well, good. I can turn off that part of my brain. But instead, I get a message from one Milton Aguayo that says, yo, did you see this? And it happened to be Floyd Mayweather saying he's going to fight an exhibition kickboxing of undetermined match, maybe boxing, maybe MMA, with the Ryzen or Risen organization. Still haven't figured out which way we're calling it. When they did say that, my first response was, he's trolling us. And yet, every major publication was printing it and saying, Sources confirm, and the reason why they're saying that, Kevin, is because immediately after that news broke, there's a press conference with Floyd at the table with the people at Risen or Ryzen, and it prompted me to say, fuck, Floyd's like, already recorded. We can't comment on this. No, and Floyd, Floyd immediately is like, I love Chinese food. And then I'd come, it's like, wait, what? No, you're not in China. Well, whatever. I've always been a fan of this, and I thought I'd come here and try. He's just bored, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But he's not fighting MMA. This is not happening. Well, no, because then people started speculating. They said, well, uh, he's obviously going to do it under these rules. Do you know who this guy is? Have you guys figured out that this is basically part of the premise to rush hour four? I had a, like, I had a we're brief getting moment. Every racist fucking joke you can. <laughs> you and I had joked with Gary about fighting him, Gary Tonin, who also won in one FC. And you were like, wrong one, Kevin. That's a different organization. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh okay, cool. Because for just a second, it was like, shit, it's on the table. But he would never fight Gary. That would be his nightmare. He would probably knock him out. Probably. Yeah. But if he yeah. didn't, he'd get, he'd get what happened to Gary's opponent in round two. He'd get choked out. Yes. And that was fun to watch. And I, I have a lot of respect for Gary for being able to do that because Gary looked like he was striking very well. Uh, it was very nice to see him do that. Gary also did a Q&A. Uh, um, while eating a lunch on Facebook? Don't. Stay yes. in your lane. Stay in your lane, Gary, with two R's. Stay in your <laughs> fucking lane. I'll tell you this much. With the following that he has, he still wasn't pulling my numbers. So no big deal. Anyway. What I'm saying to you, though, is, Kev, he did at one point get asked about Demetrius and Eddie Alvarez, 
And he said he would love to fight either of those people, despite how weight. I don't know how that works. And yeah, I'd be interested in it, is what he was saying. So you weren't wrong on that end, Kevin. Just to let you know, uh, in today's episode of Keep Your Asian MMA Fighting Organizations in Order, uh, what I will say is, before I had the chance to get too upset that we had already gone to print, and I said what I needed to say online, before you know it, those magical 48 to 72 hours that Floyd Mayweather was going to probably fight, probably not fight, for the Risen organization, he got home and updated his Instagram, or at least someone who knows the English language did it for him, and said, nah, I'm not doing it. Kevin, what was the point of that? What happened? You know, you wake up one day, you're a little bored, <laughs> you're trying to figure out, what what am I going to do today? What would uh, piss off Dana White? It's like, well, why do you want to piss off Dana White? And that's when he got fired from Floyd's entourage. He's like, don't question what I want to do today. I want to mess with Dana White. So he goes to Asia, signs with Risen, just unlike one of those, we don't need to actually do anything sort of deals. And I love it. And it gets everybody press. And you know he pissed off Dana White. So I think it's win-win. Win. It was. Was he paid for that appearance and was he misled or was he misleading? He was misleading. <laughs> what? No. Get out of here, Kevin. He, he stop made it that. time to be front. If he, I, honestly, I'm a little worried you might be onto something, and that's why he was at the Seahawks game today. It's like Seahawks signed <laughs> cornerback Floyd Mayweather? This doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And he goes to practice, and then it's just like, nope, deal's off. Just a little appearance, and then a few weeks later, we're going to see him in Sacramento. It's like Floyd Mayweather signs his conditional point guard for the Sacramento Kings, and he's going to do this a lot. Because <laughs> if he makes his way down every major sport, that actually would be fun to watch. I guess the reason why it becomes so absurd is that you see Floyd at the press conference, and you think, okay, cool. Then you see him walk it back and say he was misled. So there were a lot of people who said, mm, that Yakuza, mm, mm. you know they try to pull fucking shady-ass shit. And I was like, I think it's more likely he got paid off to try and sell out that place. And then they could bank on his likeness and that he probably took some money because he loves money. Because he mentions money every opportunity he gets. He does actually and then, quite a bit enjoy money, it seems like. Pulls his name off of the card once it's already sold enough. You do you. Because people were like, hmm, they tried to play Floyd. And I was like, no, they just use his name. And I think everybody was in on it. I think they're just fine. Um, but then the weird part was when you don't have real answers or you feel like you're being misled, this allows people to come up with their own theories. One of which, Kevin, was that maybe negotiations fell apart in whatever the fuck this was supposed to be. Because when they did the press conference, your first question is, hi, you're a boxer. Hi, you're a kickboxer. How is this going to work again? And people go, we don't know. <laughs> well, we'll figure that part out. We've already given this way more credit than we should have. Just as uh, I just want to point out that while I was mad that it took place after hours for us, 
I was also okay by, I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday when I said, blah, that's funny. We got stuff to talk about. You guys are funny. Also, what? <laughs> hey, MMA, you, you stay classy, you sweet son of a bitch. Because while that's happening on the one side, Gary wins his second match, looks way better with his striking. Kevin, when I say he looks way better with his striking, he didn't do one flying kick at all i know i was really pissed because he didn't he didn't fall once either the only time he fell was during a takedown i don't think you get to call it a fall if he initiates it and executes it very well (laughs) you know what we'll say it outside of that fall in the second (laughs) round (laughs) this is that might be my hottest sports take gary jordan did not get a takedown he fell rapid i'll tell you why more in five minutes everybody call in (laughs) let us know what you think about uh, there's Kevin's the guy in the corner going, nice takedown, loser. God, keep your balance. This is a professional event. <laughs> so on that side of the world, however, we did take a trip in a time machine back 25 years to see what the graphics look like on the original UFC cards. That was awesome. Because this week Denver. they did do a throwback in Kevin's neck of the woods, throwing all the way back to the very first event. We got a lot in Denver about. UFC. So Kev, why don't you take the lead on this? Because we you were watching this. Except Raf, before I take the lead mm. on this, I want to mm. be secure as I transition into this topic. I want to just give my mm. North South Jiu-Jitsu underwear a quick snap, just to make sure. And yes, what's under your gi? It's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. Do you want to surprise someone that you love? Get them something <laughs> they need, whether it's yoga, Jiu-Jitsu biking which i there was people running today we got six inches of snow in denver but they were running and i hope they're paying attention to what's under their running clothes you want something mm. engineered for hygiene <clears throat> comfort and durability please go to northsouthjujitsu.com free shipping on orders over 80 dollars. that's the u.s and canada oh canada mm. 30 day money back guarantee go to northsouthjujitsu.com get what you need raf are you frustrated mm. with the people that are all fake tanned at your local GNC trying to get you into the low quality, bad tasting, artificial nutrition products? Oh Jesus, you can't just be reading my mind. There's but so you many are. so many frosted tips and people that it's like, how is the tanning booth place on the corner still in business? They are. Look, I swear by it. My now medically trained lady friend swears by it keith krikorian <laughs> even swears by it and he's winning more matches than most people go to provennutrition.com you don't want the bulky plastic tubing you want people that are conscious of every choice they make 100 mm. percent natural ingredients amazing packaging the core drink will save your life it will keep you strong through this flu season get your flu shot and drink the core drink I presume that makes you 100% invincible. ProvenNutrition.com. Enter Kevin 10. Enter Rap 10. Please go help our friends. NorthSouthJiu-Jitsu.com and ProvenNutrition.com. You will not be disappointed. Raph, in Denver, we saw history. And that's what we're going to start with. There was some great fights. I fell in love with another fight where there was an inverted triangle. There was a lot of good grappling. There was some really exciting reverse elbows, but we have to start with history. Donald Cerrone tears off 
Mike Perry's arm, deservedly so, deservedly mm. so. And I, <laughs> there, the quotation that Donald Cerrone said uh, was something to the effect of, I felt it pop when I went down. I was just trying to pull it off like a chicken wing. I was bringing it with me. Is gross, but this is historic. Most wins in UFC history, most finishes in UFC history. As a mixed martial artist, he has 46 total fights with 34 wins. It's insane. Donald Cerrone making history two times over yesterday was very impressive, Kev. Uh, Most wins in UFC history, pretty dope. I couldn't help but think – my wife even stopped me. She goes, really? Over everybody? And I was like, we're talking over GSP and Bisping. But really the record's GSP, so if we're you know, being honest, because that's way more fun. Bisping's like, oh, here you go, I fought a couple blows. You're going to be super angry about Bisping. Oh, God. All right. Well, <laughs> fuck yourself. So <laughs> I was very uh, pleased that he got his moment. And I have to say this. There's been a whole series of – Articles and videos detailing the drama between uh, Cerrone leaving Winklejohn and, you know, at one point Cerrone during the post pressers of everything has been saying, hey, yeah, you want a clickbait headline? Here's one. Fuck Winklejohn. Rep, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, go for it. I feel like what Winklejohn and Jackson MMA did would be the equivalent of if you started dating a 22 year old stripper. Not that there's anything wrong with being okay. a 22-year-old sure. stripper. But all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, I mean, I, I, I like her. Like, she gets me. And it's like, Raph, like, would you please snap out of this? You're, like, wearing snakeskin something. It's gotten weird. <laughs> they chose Mike Perry? They wanted to train Mike Perry. They were like, you know, I know Donald Cerrone's been with us forever, but look at that face tattoo. This was the weirdest situation of things that did not make sense to me that I have been a part of in a really long, very long time in terms of my maybe, maybe Rashad Evans was right. He said it a long time ago, but Mike Perry was not the person to replace Donald Cerrone at that gym. That's how I feel. Okay. That's fine. Can I speak on behalf of the other woman right now? Sure. The 22 year old uh, dancer. Yeah. Uh, the theoretical uh, dancer, which, you know, I really don't know if Mike Perry is a dancer, but I can tell you he's a great impressionist. I'm just saying you're not because... a strip club person. It wouldn't even make <sighs> sense. It's like, what? what is with the face tattooed fighter? Winkle John? Like, what, what are you First of all, doing? you don't know my history to know if I'm a stripper person or I not, Kevin. So, I do know slowly roll. <laughs> uh, second of all, <laughs> it's a weird assumption to make, but second of all, how do I explain this? I can't hate Mike Perry. I've tried. He's done blatantly racist shtick. There was a moment during this build where he pretended to be a Native American Indian. And I'm talking about the most stereotypical version of one, Kevin, if you're thinking the way you're supposed to be thinking. I got it. Of this, saying he was going to go hunt down a cowboy. And everybody involved in this skit, if you would was looking at Mike Perry in the video as if to say, ah, are we doing this? Are you 
Wouldn't, are you putting this out for people to see? Wouldn't the more obvious choice have been to do the big and rich song to ride a cowboy? If I'm just throwing nope. out. No, 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 no. You no. wanted to go historically weird and defensive. That makes sense. It really embrace the America that we tried to like <laughs> sweep up our rug. That we hope people don't remember. Ooh, hey, don't bring that up. We were different people then. We were all, I mean, it was a simpler time is what people say who are racist. Anyways, then I guess last week he ended up doing an impression of Donald Cerrone that even Donald Cerrone couldn't help but laugh at. And Cerrone and Perry seem to have their own thing where they said like, yeah, we're not mad at each other. We kind of get it. But we also get the fact that people are very upset on our behalfs. And more importantly, that Donald Cerrone just does not like Winkle John. And Winkle John is making the assertion, even up till today, we're talking like earlier today, put out uh, a little statement on his Instagram saying, you know, granted, he beat the shit out of Mike and I wish things had changed and been differently. But we're talking about a guy who basically wouldn't come for his teammates, would show up, select the people he wanted to train with, take him over to his BMF ranch, which if you're doing any form of acronyms and figuring out the way that Donald Cerrone talks, you know what that stands for, and doesn't really give back to his team. So there was a little bit of back and forth between the two of them. Uh, Both of them still saying, you know, especially when you get Wingle John who compares uh, Donald Cerrone to cancer. However, I will tell you this. As much as you brought up that chicken wing quote, and as much as I brought up the Donald Cerrone as a cancer, there is one person who won the exchange of words, Kevin. Would you like to know who that is? Who? That is Grandma. Cerrone. Now, I know that you see her all the time. She accompanies Donald Cerrone. In the past, she's gone up to opponents and given them hugs. She is one of the most beloved good luck charms, and Donald Cerrone loves her dearly, as we all do our grandparents. But she comes to the fights. She is a regular there. She, in the past, has given shit to people about the Reebok deal, about uh, casuals who don't come for the early pre-card fights, but do you want to know what Grandma Cerrone told Winkle John? What? What? No, yes, I do. <clears throat> she went up to him. This is all as per Donald Cerrone. Grandma Cerrone went up and told Winkle John, "You should have bet on the dinosaur." Ooh. And for Grandma Cerrone, after her son just ripped off an arm. To go over and very, very quickly go, you should have bet on the dinosaur, bitch, and then walk away (laughs) in a very slow saunter, then grab Donald Cerrone's arm and walk out of the cage lovingly. And by the way, Donald Cerrone was holding her hand while the wife of Donald Cerrone was holding the baby that he Lion Kinged in the middle of the octagon. Slash super outfit. Just fucking spectacular uh, work. It was amazing, and it was interesting to see him uh, get a little emotional and, and talk about how fatherhood has changed him. Uh, so, you know, people, it was a good moment. I'm very happy for him because the the last couple fights have been, you know, up and down, and obviously the Winkle John drama is pretty annoying uh, to have to fight and face. But, Kevin, there was also a bigger moment, I think, in terms of history that happened in the main event, 
that I 100% didn't see coming, but I should have. Would you like to know why? Sure. Okay. Milton uh, ruined the fight. Even though I was giving him updates on the fights because he wasn't watching, I sent him texts and said, hey, I'll give you the results if you want. And uh, I went out to go get some food last night, got a pizza, come back, was going to watch the main event because I was starving after the whole Kasai thing that we did. When I got back, Milton texts me and goes, yeah, I heard uh, I heard Zombie was like way ahead in the fight until he got knocked out. Now, I'm not a person who's really upset with spoilers, but I was looking at the video and I go, they just did the 10-second clacker in the fifth round. <laughs> How the fuck is he going to get knocked out? Oh, my God. And it changed my interpretation of it. I was like, he's not even watching. How the fuck does he? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it happens a little late. So I can imagine if you had that semi-spoilered for you, that would be very confusing. It did take a second because I thought, well, how good's my source here? You know? What does Milton know? He's probably watching Milton's, some hipster Milton's band. Hi. Some... Milton doesn't know anything. <laughs> so imagine my surprise with one second, Kevin, left in the round on the scorecards. And by the way, the same scorecards that said if he had held out for that second, he would have won. <laughs> if. <laughs> if he'd held but, out for that second. But, That's the tough part about this sport. Um unbelievable but talk to me about that last few seconds because well seemed, okay okay so you know we should because where are you on uh this was on purpose gate no I, I, like no this isn't a you know star wars i'm gonna become a force ghost moment no this is me I, looking I at i don't understand that the reference, footage I'm, it's fine. I'm it, eager to hear. It'll go over with some nerds, and then with some nerds are going to be like, well, actually, it's not quite the same situation. I don't really care. Um, the thing that happened here, Kevin, is at the beginning of the fifth round, they go out, they give each other hugs. When they give each other hugs, I said, I don't know that I need to see this. And clearly the referee is kind of over it. Continue a little bit further with the last 10 seconds, 15 seconds to go. I'm watching the two of them kind of saying like, especially I think it's uh, Alex who's saying, come on, let's bang, bro. Like, you're my bro. Let's let's give him a show to go out on. And Korean Zombie's like, oh, man, it's been so much fun fighting you. Yeah, I'm going to charge in and totally take that spinning back elbow that you've been trying to uh, hit me with. And I've stuffed at least three. Un- <laughs> Good night. I thought it was a complete accident. I just, as soon as I saw it, was like, no fucking way he planned that. There's just no way. I don't know that he planned it as much as he telegraphed it two or three times in the fight. And each time when uh, Korean Zombie was way, way more with it, he just stuffed and like was taking his back and would like strike from there. So I saw him going for it two to three times. And if you're really, really going to go out on the last set of... (laughs) you know, power combos that you can do. Your street fighter <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. If you're trying that, of course it's going to be the one that you were trying the whole match because your brain doesn't function well after 24 minutes and 58 seconds of fighting. So some of that's going to be that same instinctual shit that you said, oh, I guess this didn't work, but oh, did I just win? Oh, I'm going to fall down. My body's dead. And I'm all set. 
That was fun. Oh my god, I'm on the floor. It hurts. As soon as the elbow hit him up in the face, it, everybody was so confused as it happened live, <laughs> and they should have been. It was really weird. The whole the whole sequence was extremely bizarre. He flailed backward, like uh, I mean, not in a graceful way, and just knocked him out with an elbow with almost two seconds left. It's just phenomenal. Well, no, 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 no. With one second. One second. The official the official scorecard says four fifty nine. So, I uh, I will say, this is the best continuation of the Milton story. I send him a text that's the scorecard. Milton, drunk at this point, just goes, oh, fuck that guy. Oh, I'm so mad at Korean Zombie right now. Uh. Then today we chat, and he just goes, yeah, no, I'm not mad at him anymore. I went to go watch his fight. He's still my boy. I was like, but yesterday you said fuck that guy. I was like, no, no, no. That was before I saw the fight. Now I saw the fight. He's great. That was a long time ago. Ooh, Raph, come on. That was like nine beers ago. I'm fine. Crushing the microphone. There's okay. So those are the those are the top two fights. They both get performance of the night. Yair Rodriguez with half a second left. Cerrone versus Perry. Uh, Pennington versus Rondame is. um, Excuse me, Jermaine Duranime. Jermaine DeRanime wins by decision, but it was a little bit of a not a great fight. Uh, Dariush just took Thiago Moises' back the entire time, but we need to talk about Macy Barber, who beat yes. Hannah Cyphers, is 20, I guess they were talking about how young she was. I'm now pulling up yeah. her profile to make sure I understand age-wise. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, out of Greeley, Colorado... Nicknamed the future, which definitely works right now, though has a little will I am vibe to it. Heavy underdog wins in a pretty spectacular KO. Macy Barber's for Ask real. Ask me who she called out. Who she called out? She called out. Ask me who she called out. Shevchenko. Oh man, that'd be great. Who'd she call out? Um, Mackenzie Dern. Oh snap! <laughs> awesome. That's great. Nice job, Macy. That's an immediate... Okay. I'm watching. Though, I was, can Mackenzie Dern make 115? Is that what she fights at? Uh, whatever. Is that what she fights at? Oh. Okay. She's challenging her to the Mackenzie weight. <laughs> championship good. of this world. Maybe let's get to 120 and call it good. We'll just call it keepers there. That fight works. That weight you works know, for everybody. Kevin right? and I... Kevin and I, I think, can loan our expertise to this. Whenever Kevin and I are trying to match up and say, like, well, where are we grappling at? It's just kind of like, hey, dude, I've had a rough week. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat a little more to, like, come up and wait. You stay where you are, bro. Let's not make this hard on either one of us. It's called friendship. And they should consider it. (laughs) I I guarantee you everybody walks away happier than both Kevin and I going, are we at 180? Fuck. Okay, fine. Not gonna work. That's not gonna. I can't even make 180, and I'm shorter than you. So. Anyway, yeah, no, that was pretty good. And you were saying that there was a fight. You you already mentioned it. That top lined the Fox Sports one. I didn't get to see all those fights. Yeah. Um. So the yeah, and we'll go to uh, Yoder versus Cooper. Yoder and I have the exact same jujitsu game. Uh, me out of laziness, her out of stealthy attack. <laughs> but she attacked an inverted triangle, which is one of my favorites. When people start to pass my guard, I'm like, oh, last resort. 
And she attacked the knee bar, which is the other thing when people start to pass my half card. <laughs> Ashley Yoder attacks them fluidly, and Amanda Cooper is also uh, tried to heel hook her. Ashley, Ober- Ashley Yoder tried to knee bar. It was just fantastic. It was really much more fun jujitsu on that side. And the other fight I want to mention, Davi Ramos submits mm-hmm. John Gunther in seconds. Just seconds. He did what Gary Tonin did in the second round, but he did it in the first round, which was really cool. Yeah. Gary should try that. Gary should try in the first round. You know, there was a great moment. The way that Gary I'm described sorry. the reason why he did what he did is he was like, hey, guys, I'd love to go out here and stand and bang, uh, but I got a cut underneath my eye, and uh, they're very quick about calling fights when there's blood in this organization. So I said, ah, I guess I'll get you a TM. I had hurt. <laughs> I had to do something. And, and Kev... You know, you're talking. We we've mentioned a few conspiracy theories here. I'll put one to you, sir. Yeah, isn't it a little convenient that Gary Tonin finished with a guillotine at the same time John Danaher has a new guillotine system on BJJ fanatics? Oh, here we go. This is the Illuminati mm. at work. We're yeah. all just trying to live our lives, but these guys can't let us. It's all about capitalism and greed. Mm-hmm. It's all about buying more fancy fanny packs for one John Danaher. That guy. Son of a bitch. Doesn't he have enough? Doesn't he have enough? <laughs> well, okay. Do you have any more notes on that UFC? Because I was very pleased. And I will say, I think it was becoming of a true 25th anniversary commemorative event. Oh. It felt like the fight gods gave us some gifts. They gave us Donald Cerrone. And yes, no, I have nothing more about the fights. Um, I love the logo, though. They should do that. I do want to go back to Donald Cerrone. Raph, first fight, yes. Castle Rock, Colorado. It is February 11th, 2006. Yeah. George Bush was president. <laughs> I don't remember anything else, but around 06. <laughs> This is in he wins via submission triangle choke. He wins his next fight via triangle choke. Uh, how many days later do you think? How long after his first fight, Ring of Fire 21, full blast, that was the fucking name of it. How long do you think before he fights again? <laughs> uh, did he at least give a day in between, Kevin? 13 of them total, actually, before wow. he fights in Denver, Colorado, where he wins via submission triangle choke. And he's spoiler alert, wow. a lot more triangles coming in the near future, but ring of fire 24 on June 17th is where he really found his stride. And he won with an arm bar over Craig. How Tank. many Johnny cash songs did they use for the names of the events he fought for? Uh, daddy saying base 27 <laughs> is next. No, we have ring of fire, 26 ring of fire, 28 ring of fire, 29. The only ring of fire in the 20s, Donald Strutty Miss. So he fights at 21, 24, 26, 28, and 29. That's, uh, I guess he was motivated. He fought in a lot of the ring of fires. The greatest crop. Oh, God, what is this? So, and he won all of these via submission. Uh, Triangle, armbar, triangle, triangle. But greatest common multiple cage force three? What the fuck? What kind of name is that in Tokyo? Oh, they must have translated it. 
Greatest Common Multiple. I don't think that's I don't think that's the name of it. I think that was some part of math I skipped. He joins the UFC on June eleventh, two thousand eleven. Excuse me, February fifth, two thousand eleven, where he wins via rear naked choke against Paul Kelly. Well, you know what? Stop having two first names and get a last name, Paul Kelly, and then maybe beats Wagner Roca. Oh, that's fun. Via decision, one of his very rare decision victories. He doesn't have a ton of those on his record. Has a loss to Anthony Pettis in here. Because it's good to talk about both. Mm. I mean, fights Nate. The only losses are to Nate Diaz, Anthony Pettis, Rafael Dos Anjos through this whole era. He beats yep. Benson Henderson, Miles Fury, Eddie Alvarez, Jim Miller, Edson Barbosa. This is, it's just KJ Nunes, Melvin Gilliard, Jeremy Stevens. He's a fucking beast. Yancey Medeiros. He has been fighting nonstop essentially since 2006. Yep. That, that's a beast. This guy, well earned submission arm bar over Mike Perry. He recently has had one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, see, it's been a back and forth last seven fights, but it's again against Maulers. Just, uh, just yeah. phenomenal. It's good to recognize your history when you're seeing something as efficient as Donald Cerrone and Robbie Lawler, Darren Till, Yancey Medeiros, Leon Edwards, Mike Perry. These are all good fighters. These are all great yeah. fighters, and he's taking them to decisions. Or he's beating him, or he's getting beat up. But Donald Cerrone now holds the record for most submission victories and most victories in the UFC. Raph, pretty impressive. Mm. Two things to note here. Number one, remember a time when John Danaher was telling me that they were trying to set up a grappling match between Cerrone and Gary Tonin? That would be awesome. I, I honestly can't wait in in small part for the next era of Cerrone, because I feel like we have a lot of Jake Shields in terms of like, we've never just seen him grapple. We don't know mm -hmm. that side. And I feel that at some point you have to defend the 15 submission victory title of the UFC. Submission because so think about people. all the other people we've called jujitsu prodigies. And yet here's a man who now has the most submission victories. So, I mean, it's on you to really come do some grappling in my theory and i understand you've got some fighting left to do he says he wants to fight <laughs> for a title i understand that i'm saying it. grappling's not going anywhere kev one last thing though i have some inside intel aka a photo from somebody aka uh i mean i was staying up late and i was going through photos uh it appears that when don cerrone was so jacked yesterday and in a win and so hyper about it and he should be that he stole the step and repeat, a.k.a. the little background, the backdrop that they put where the fighters take the photos oh. and get interviewed by. But he stole that because I think what happened was he goes, this is a great night. I would a lot. You know what? Fuck you guys. You don't need this. It's mine now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, to me, I thought you've earned that, my friend. Uh, so I'm, I'm not. I don't think in any way the UFC was going to stop it from taking it either. I just don't know a practice of them really letting the fighters do it, let alone photos of them take it uh, that exist in too many places. 
but I thought that was a nice touch. So kudos to him, Kev. And you're kind of saying it in a way that was kind of like a career retrospective. I would say it like this. Yesterday was the first time in a long time that I kind of got that inclination. Like, I mean, he could wrap it up right there. And it looked like when you bring your son in, you start talking about your emotions and everything. Oh, his I go, son's outfit. Oh, How did man. we get 36 minutes into this podcast before we talk about his son's outfit? Oh, my God. Victoria, <laughs> Victoria, my girlfriend, immediately spruced back into the fight. She's like, who's that? I was like, I guess that's his son. He's dressed like a tiny oh, cowboy. Wait, wait. He's got a little belt buckle, his boots. It was a, That was a great celebration. I gauged this. I, that was fantastic. It was really I good. forgot this note. We had maybe one of the funniest comments from Brett Boyd, who said, I got nervous when Cowboy brought his son into the cage. Mike Perry might punch a baby. I don't know. <laughs> he would if he could lift both arms, but he would have been exactly. in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> but the idea that our audience is not 100% sure that the person who just lost a fight named Mike Perry you, you mean Jackson so Winklejohn's newest quick. recruit? Yeah, is that what you mean? Yeah, you might punch a baby. I completely agree with that analysis. I'm about the dude who, when you're interviewing him, comes in at a solid 15 out of 10. <laughs> He's maybe one of the only human beings I've ever recommended for the AP style of journalism writing that needs to be quoted in all caps. That 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 is a great. He might punch a baby, but damn it, <laughs> cutest outfit award goes to Tiny Cerrone. That that was just great. Yep, yep. I was, uh, was I was a big fan of everything that was happening, and the kid just uh, the little headphones. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Those headphones, that's me at every club I go to now. It's like, can I get my noise cancelers? Do do you rent those at Coat Check? Happy to pay whatever it costs. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. uh, Well, hats off to you, Donald Cerrone, for being just a pure, efficient badass. Uh, agree. And thanks for <laughs> thanks for breaking Mike Perry's arm. I don't know why, but it felt good to watch. I was just yes. I was surprised Mike Perry wanted to get on the ground with him. I thought that was a bad idea, and I was right. Yeah, I mean, Mike Perry. I think what feels like home for him is wrestling and trying to take him down. And Donald Cerrone was actually winning even that part of the wrestling exchange. And then once they did get to the ground, when Cerrone was starting to work, just even for that triangle for a split second, especially now that we've gone through his record, I thought, was he just giving us a greatest hits? He goes, Oh, this one's ring of fire. 19 taking you guys back. You guys might remember this next song. I did this one at a one called, uh, Ring of Fire 94. <laughs> so I thought all the transitions were taking us through some of his his best moments throughout his career, which is why, again, it kind of felt like, wait, no, don't retire yet. Right? You're not retiring. Yeah. Sadly, the UFC is who he starts fighting for, and they really don't have any creative naming. The closest no. they get to it is Cowboy versus Mirios, but that's his name. Because once he gets it into WEC, people just really, you know, 
people don't name shit. <laughs> Rap, hold on. I do want to. Ring of Fire 29's name, Aftershock. Ring of Fire 28, oh. Evolution. Which <laughs> is really funny because you would have thought Evolution came maybe way nope. before Ring of Fire 28. Maybe Ring of Fire 1 should have been Evolution, but I get it. You had to paste in Ring of Fire 21 was full blast. So how could you get to Evolution before that? And Ring of Fire 24, Integrity. That's lovely. <laughs> I like Ring of Fire tw- Ring of Fire 317, <laughs> Feminism. That's just, it's fantastic that they're taking Integrity. a stance. Integrity? <laughs> Ring of Ring Fire of 27, fire. Consent. It's important, and we're going to talk about it. I just like Ring of Fire 459, a strongly worded letter. <laughs> Ring of Fire 147, you should write your congressperson. <laughs> Ring of Fire 927, look both ways. <laughs> There's good stuff in the Ring of Fire time. <laughs> You know what? Tune us in next week for more Ring of Fire <laughs> jokes. We will end the. We'll do a whole podcast about it. Just uh, yep. yeah, because WEC they just that's all they name them from there. Then it's UFC. Nah, they, they, we missed. Then it's all, all they lose the fun in games, dude. Could you know message to <laughs> to the throwbacks? You saw how cool UFC's logo was. It looked like two strongman aliens fighting. Don't be afraid to yep. embrace our, our inner craziness. Absolutely. Rep, you want to do some shout-outs for the all-MMA episode here? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go ahead and give a big shout-out to, first and foremost, John Evans, who came through for Jeez. some uh, good... Yeah, Jevons and I did a nice little fun fight companion broadcast for yesterday's Kasai. We did our best to make it interesting. How's that for replay value? I'll say this. <laughs> we were way more honest with the audience than they were on the Kasai 4 broadcast. Promise you that. Well, it's still a for-profit industry, even even then. <laughs> uh, what else is there to tell you guys? Uh, I mean, it's a weird week for us out in California. I want to first shout out the Valley Martial Arts Center. I uh, went to go train there for an open mat there today. That was a lot of fun. And then um, we're hoping everything is okay to our friends over at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. They're not currently under the fire, per se, Kev, but they did pack up all of their stuff because they could see outside uh, their their doors. The fire's coming around the bend. So, you know, we're obviously wishing them the best. I would say, normally I'd give you guys the plug on the days and the times to go there. Just keep a look on their Instagram because I'll tell you this on Friday to their credit, they put up a post after I said, I know the fire says it's about 12 minutes away from where they live on the other side of the 101, but are they going to have training in the morning? And they put up a post that said, Hey guys, we'll be training until we get evacuated two hours later. Yeah, okay, we're canceling training today. Yeah, it's not happening. We're, we could get pretty close. Plus, uh, breathing in that, I'll tell you this much, Kev, I can breathe in some of the, uh, the smoke, if you would. You know, the air is, it's thick right now. 
So uh, it's cleared out a little bit today. We are told it's probably going to take like a month for really everybody to be able to see these fires really get cleared down, uh, you know, and, you know, Lord willing, some idiot president of ours uh, remembers, you know, maybe you didn't carry California, but when you don't carry a state, it doesn't mean you're not president of that state. Idiot. Um, but that's it. I mean, yeah, go check out the grappling hour this week. About the whole thing, he might be. Yeah, I mean, it just takes every opportunity to be petty as fuck as he possibly can, but whatever. Uh, I'll give you guys a nice little thing to end on, which is um, go check out this weekend's or this week's version of Grappling Hour, grapplinghour.com. We're obviously going to have guests on Tuesday, all that good stuff, but today on an installment of uh, uh, what is it? The Sunday Confessionals. I put out a little thing. You know how they do the whole uh, Sober October, Kevin? Yes. Uh, I'm doing a version of that because I want to take some of that nice jujitsu Oprah vibe uh, for Grappling Hour. Uh, but I'll tell Kevin off air what I'm doing. But you guys have to go listen to this week's edition of Sunday Confessional. And then we'll go catch up on all the interviews that are up on our YouTube page, our Instagram and on our Facebook. And we got a lot. Hey. And we got a lot more coming. And that's going to do it for me this week. I shout outs wise, I am extremely limited. I've been doing nothing. I'm grappling wise. Except seeing my extremely talented physical therapist. He and I a shout out to Mark. He's <laughs> just trying to get me back. <laughs> That'll do it for tonight here at Verbal Tap. I am Kevin. Thank you for listening. Good night and happy 25, UFC. Hey. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...